somebody. Amen. We're going to give the Lord some praise in the house of the Lord. We want to welcome you this morning to our in-person as well as our live stream service. Amen. Uh, for those who are watching by live stream or for those of you who are here, we use all of this technology today. And so what I'm going to ask you to do is to take your cell phone, amen, and if you have some friends who ought to be here at church, then make sure that you text them and let them know to join us for this morning, amen. We are just grateful and thankful for all that God has done. Uh, you can uh, watch us either on our Facebook page at sbcod.org or on our uh, on our website at sbcod.org or on our Facebook page at Second Baptist Church of Doylestown. The Bible says in Philippians 2, 9 and 11, Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, that every knee should bow of things of heaven and things, amen, in the earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Amen. Come on, let's stand this morning and let's praise him in song. Lord, I thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you all the days of my life.
days gone by, I had to teach my grandchildren something that my grandfather taught me. And I usually do it after he quenched his thirst. And he would say, Ah, <laughs> good, good, good. Aren't you glad to be in the house of the Lord one more time? Somebody ought to say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. If you're in need of inner healing, he has a garment of praise for you. And he will dress up your despair with that garment. All you have to do is continue to lean on him. Let him know that you need him every moment of the day. Amen. Let us look to the Lord in prayer. Most gracious and everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, the rock in a weary land, we come before thy throne of grace this morning to give you thanks. Thanks for the many blessings that thou hast bestowed upon us this past week. We thank you, Father, especially for waking us up this morning and starting us on our way, allowing us to enter your house to praise your holy name. We thank you, Lord, for your son, Jesus, who paid it all on Calvary's cross. Lord, he didn't know. He had asked that if it, would, if it be thy will, let it pass. But you saw fit to give us your son. So now, Lord, we come to give back to you that praise, honor, and glory that you so richly deserve. We pray right now, Father God, for those in the virtual space that cannot be with us here today. And we pray for those that are here presently. Lord, we just ask that you allow your Holy Spirit to enter into their hearts, lift them up where they may be down, and gather them close, and let them know that it's your peace that passes all understanding. And Lord, as we come this morning, we know you have blessed our pastor with a there's somebody in the virtual space, there's somebody in presence that needs to hear a word from the Lord. Inner healing is needed, Father God, because we are surrounded by tons of chaos. And we realize, Lord, that you're fixing it aright to make your way back. So, Lord, help us prepare our house to be ready for your return. We'll be careful to give you the praise, the honor, and all the glory. It's in Jesus' name that we do pray. That all say amen, 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 amen. and amen. Let us remain standing for our scripture reading, which is the Lord's Supper on the first Sunday of the month. For I have received of the Lord that which also I deliver unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he brake it and said, Take and eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner, also he, looked, he took the cup, 
when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and in you sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Wherefore, my brethren, when you come together to eat, tarry one for another altogether. And if any man hunger, let him eat at home, that he come not together unto condemnation, and the rest will I set in order. Battlefield for my 
Church, say amen. Anybody on the battlefield for the Lord? Amen. What a mighty God that we serve. Amen. I just want to uh, give a special welcome to each and every one of you today. Amen. We are blessed to have Deacon Robinson. Amen. Who is here with us this morning. Amen. Praise God uh, for him. I spoke to Deacon Robinson uh, just a few days ago. And he was going so good. I said, Deke, we got to get you out here amen, to the church. So I'm going to ask if uh, one of our deacons, if you all would bring Deacon Robinson up here uh, with you this morning, please. We appreciate that. But we are just uh, want to say welcome to each and every one of you. We thank God uh, that you're here this morning. I was sharing with somebody this morning. Listen, I thank God that he woke me up this morning. Amen. Anybody glad this morning that the Lord woke you up? Amen. We are just thanking and blessing God for all of his blessings. We do want you to remember our church theme for 2023 this year is as we are together in Christ. Amen. So that is our focus as we go through this year that we are together in Christ. Amen. On uh, last Sunday, we had a wonderful fellowship uh, with Doylestown Presbyterian Church. Amen. And. Some of you said I was sitting over there grinning like a pissy cat, looking out at the congregation, amen, because uh, we came out in, in full force, amen, and not only that, we came in on time, too. So come on, we ought to give the Lord thank God for his blessings, amen. We had just a wonderful time and a great uh, fellowship, amen. We are looking for many other great things that God has in store for us. I just want to put a little nugget uh, into you right now that on next month, okay, which is in June, on uh, actually it's Father's Day, but it's also the celebration of Juneteenth, uh, that we have been asked as a church uh, to do a worship service for the community, uh, which is going to take place at the Mercer Museum. On last year, uh, after our service, uh, we had a number of our ministries, our dance ministry and our choirs uh, came down and to participate in the Juneteenth, uh, but this year we're going to have our actual worship service there at our regular time at 10.30 a.m., so they're getting it ready, amen, Sister Adrian is here this morning, raise your hand, Sister Adrian, Sister Adrian is working with the Juneteenth committee, and uh, we're looking forward to that, so you're going to be hearing some additional information about that, uh, and, you know, our choirs will, dance ministry will still be there. Uh, but we will have service from 10.30 to 11.30 on uh, Father's Day, which is June the 18th. Now, uh, I know some of the men, the ladies usually have breakfast for us here, but I know in that timing we're not probably going to be able to pull that off. So uh, we're going to ask the ladies if we can have a rain check. Amen. <laughs> I'm not talking about the following year either. <laughs> Amen. But, but shortly after that, we're going to get a rain check. And, uh, and appreciate uh, the breakfast we have in store. Now listen, on next Sunday is our Mother's Day service here in the Second Baptist Church in Doylestown. Uh, the men are preparing a fabulous breakfast uh, for the ladies and for the congregation at large. On next Sunday morning at 9 a.m., we will have breakfast. And then following that, uh, we will have our special Mother's Day worship service. We have a gift for every mother that is going to be here in addition to the breakfast. Amen. So we are excited and looking forward to that. We want to make sure that you are here. Encourage uh, others to join us on next Sunday. We would appreciate that. Amen. And then also, 
uh, next Saturday, our men's ministry is going to have their uh, breakfast and fellowship meeting, amen, at 9 a.m. And then the women uh, at uh, 12 o'clock, we're going to have a special women's ministry book club uh, signing there with uh, Sister Robin Scott Johnson, uh, and they're going to be sharing. Matter of fact, uh, uh, we have Chick-fil-A, I think they said, going to be served, amen, uh, for there. So we are encouraging all of our women to join our women's ministry on next Saturday, amen, at 12 o'clock. Also, put on your calendars. We have for a youth night uh, at the Trenton Thunder ball game. We have a night at the ballpark. For those of you who are going in the past, we've had a great time. Uh, we have big buffet fellowship, uh, box seats, uh, suites, and all of that. So um, the tickets are limited, so make sure that you sign up for that. You can see Reverend Jackson, amen, uh, for that. Matter of fact, I signed up already. Reverend Jackson sent my check in, amen. So uh, looking forward to the game that is going to take place on Friday in July the 14th. We also have uh, a save the date in there for you for our Jimmy Jones Memorial Golf Classic, amen, where uh, we have a special scholarship that's going to be given out on, in the name of Brother Jimmy. Uh, so mark that on your calendar. This is one of our biggest fundraisers for the year. We had an outstanding time on last year. We're looking forward to a great turnout. So get your foursomes together, and we're going to have a great time of fellowship. We are just uh, blessed with all of the blessings God has given us. Our youth uh, scholarship ministry uh, is on the second Sunday of June. We're going to have a, a special scholarship that's going to give out. We're going to recognize all of our youth who are graduating from high school and from college or those uh, maybe graduating from other universities as well who may be a little older. Amen. And so we want you to make sure that you mark that on your calendar uh, after service today. The scholarship ministry has a table that is out in the foyer with uh, some of the items that they have uh, from American Expressions. And if you would like to get some of those items, those uh, items are going to benefit the scholarship ministry. So please make sure that you stop after service and that you get that information as well. Amen. We're going to ask if uh, Deacon Smith, if he would come at this time, and uh, he is going to give us uh, some information on a Second Baptist Church of Doorstown audio visual campaign that we have. Let's welcome Deacon Smith. Amen. He's going to have to run from all the way upstairs. Get my exercise today. Um, so 2020 threw us for a loop, right? It changed our whole lifestyles, didn't it? I mean, one of those lifestyles we always enjoyed coming to church on Sunday. And I know for me personally, I always like coming on church on Sunday to get you know my spirit rejuvenated for the week. You know, for things that's going on, I always get recharged, spiritually recharged. But however, through 2020 and previous years after that. We're able to live stream the services, and, and by live streaming, we're able to keep people connected to what's going on in the sanctuary and keep people connected to church and giving that access to, to God. So what we like to do, what we're doing right now, we're wanting to um, upgrade our live stream equipment, and it's going to call it a fundraising campaign, and we're asking you for your contributions to help us upgrade our, our equipment. 
been using the equipment that's been here since we opened the church in 2007. Um, it's time that we upgrade it because it's on its last leg. So we're asking for contributions to uh, help us, you know, upgrade our equipment. And so far, uh, we've uh, had a, a gracious donor who actually donated uh, some money, and we were able to buy one camera and some extra equipment. But we need your help to maybe get two more cameras and uh, upgrade our, our laptop or our, our computer and um, some software equipment or software uh, to uh, get this video out to live stream. So we ask you to go online and click the drop-down box for audiovisual campaign, or you go write audiovisual on your um, your check, and then help us uh, upgrade this equipment. Because I know it's important to stay connected. You know, if we could just con continue that, um, this is what this live uh, live stream upgrade equipment uh, campaign is really about: continuing the upgrade. Because I know it's good to hear Pastor Paul sing that song sing his praise songs with his daughter Janifa and it's been great to hear because I know they, those songs touched my soul, my soul over the years and to hear the past pastor you know, preach a word, you know, Reverend Tolan, Reverend Jackson, Reverend Hanlon, to preach a word of God that we need to hear to stay connected to God because it's all really all about staying connected to God so if you want to help us just you know, reach out to me if you have any questions about what we're doing and um, just go online and help us and contribute. God bless you. Amen. He does an awesome uh, job, and as he mentioned, uh, during this time of the pandemic, and uh, it was just a strange, strange time where uh, no one really knew what was going on with COVID, and uh, all we know is that people were dying. Uh, and so for those last number of years, uh, Deacon Smith, Pastor Paul, and myself would come in, and we would just do live streams. You know, nobody was here. Somehow, God blessed, and we were able to carry on until we could come back in uh, together. And, and you know, it's been three years, and still we don't have everybody back. That uh, live stream is now a part of, of the church, and so we recognize that and realize that, and so we want to make that uh, the best that we can in our presentation for those who are watching. We have people who are watching from California. another way uh, for his word to be able to come out and so we thank God for that this is our time that we can give back to the Lord and since the pandemic you know we have changed the way that we take our offering that we're no longer passing plates around have a whole lot of empty touching things and all uh, and so at the back of the sanctuary there is an offertory box that is there uh, that you can put your tithes or your offerings uh, in that box there's a little black box there with a sign on it uh, either when you come in or before you leave for today. Uh, for those of you who are watching by live stream, that uh, you can go right online on our website and click on the tithes and giving button and you can give your tithes and your offerings there or you can mail it in, amen. We just want to say thank you. Uh, God has blessed us as a church during the course of this pandemic. Uh, there are pastor friends that I have in the church who have not survived uh, through this pandemic time. And so we're grateful and thankful that not only is God blessing us 
and we have survived, but he's blessing us in a mighty way. And so we are grateful and we're thankful for that. Let's bow our heads as we thank God in the giving. Heavenly Father, Lord, we just want to say thank you for this opportunity to give. We thank you, Lord God, both for the gift and the giver. We ask, God, that you would continue to bless those who gave and bless those who had a desire to give but had it not. Realizing, Lord God, that everything we have, it comes from you. And so we just want to say thank you, Lord. And we ask, God, that you would help us to be the stewards that you have called us to be, that we will be mindful, Lord God, of what we have received and that we may use it to build up your kingdom while we are here on earth. So, Lord, we just want to thank you for continuing to love us and take such wonderful care of us, not only individually, but as a church as well. So we give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. It's in the precious name of your son, Jesus, who is the Christ. Let the church say, amen. Amen. Let's welcome Pastor Paul and Sister Denise today. We're going to bless us in song. I'm no longer a slave to fear, for I am a child of God. I'm no longer a slave to fear, for With the melody you surround me with a song of deliverance from my enemies till all my fears are gone. I'm no With the melody, you surround me with a song of deliverance from my enemies till all my fears are gone. I'm no 
From my mother's womb, you have chosen me. Your love has called my name. And I've been born again to your family. Your blood flows through my veins. Walk right through. My fears are drowned in perfect love. You rescued me so I could stand here and sing. I am a child of God. Oh, I am a child of God. You split the sea so I could walk right through it. My fears are drowned in perfect love. You rescued me so I could stand here and sing. I am a child of God. Oh, I am a child of God. Oh, I am a child
walk right through it. My fears are drowned in perfect love. You rescued me so I could stand here and sing. I am a child of God. Oh, yes, I am a child of God. Oh, I am a child of Good morning, family, or shall I say good morning, children of God. Please join me in a word of prayer. <coughs> Our Father in heaven, we come before you, not just to celebrate you, but to give you praise, honor, and glory. Father, we thank you for, for waking us up, for watching us over us all night long and waking us up this morning, allowing us to see a new day, a brand new day, and a brand new ray of sunshine. Father, we thank you for the privilege and the opportunity to worship with another church on last Sunday, a church that was somewhat different, but we found common ground. And Father, the common ground was you. So we thank you for showing us the way. We pray for those who are sick, shut in, for those who would like to be with us today but for various reasons cannot. We pray for those who are traveling, grant them traveling mercies and return them safely to their homes and families. Father, we pray for this church and our pastor as he delivers your word. We pray that it will not only move us into action, but touch someone and move someone that may not know you in the pardoning of their sins. But Father, when we've done all that we can do here, we pray that you will welcome us into your kingdom. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Victory. 
joy in the house of the Lord. There's joy in the house of the Lord today. We won't be quiet. Shout out your praise. There's joy in the house of the Lord. Our God is surely in this place. We won't be quiet. Shout out your praise. We 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 worship the God who was. We worship the God who is. We worship the God who evermore will be. He opened the prison doors. He parted the raging sea. My God, he holds the victory. There's joy in the house of the Lord. There's joy in the house of the Lord today. We won't be quiet. Shout out your praise. There's joy in the house of the Lord. Our God is surely in this place. We won't be quiet. Shout out your praise. We shout out your praise. Shout out your praise. We shout out your praise. We sing to the God who heals. We sing to the God who saves. We sing to the God who always makes the way. Cause he hung up on that cross and then he rose up from that grave. Our God still rolling stones away. There's joy in the house of the Lord. There's joy in the house of the Lord today. We won't be quiet. Shout out your praise. There's joy in the house of the Lord. Our God is surely in this place. We won't be quiet. Shout out your praise. We shout out your praise. Shout out your praise. We shout out your praise. We sing to the God who heals. We sing to the God who saves. We sing to the God who always makes a way. Because he hung up on that cross, and then he rose up from that grave. And now God's still rolling stones away. There's joy in the house of the Lord. There's joy in the house of the Lord today. He won't be quiet. Shout out your praise, there's joy in the house of the Lord. Our God is surely in this place, we won't be quiet. Shout out your praise, we shout out your praise. Shout out your praise, we shout out your praise.
We were the prisoners, and now we're running free. We are forgiven, accepted, redeemed by his grace. Let the house of the Lord sing praise. Because we were the beggars, and now we're royalty. We were the prisoners, and now we're running free. We are forgiven, accepted, redeemed by his grace. Let the house of the Lord sing praise. There's joy in the house of the Lord. There's joy in the house of the Lord today. We won't be quiet. We shout out your praise. There's joy in the house of the Lord. Our God is surely in this day. We won't be quiet. We shout out your praise. We shout out your praise. Shout out your praise. We shout out your praise. Cause we were the beggars, and now we're royalty. We were the prisoners, and now we're running free. We are forgiven, accepted, redeemed by his grace. Let the house of the Lord sing praise. Cause we were the beggars. And now we're royalty. We were the prisoners. And now we're running free. We are forgiven, accepted, redeemed by his grace. Let the house of the Lord sing praise. Let's joy in the house of the Lord. Let's joy in the house of the Lord today. We won't be quiet. Shout out your praise. your praise. We shout out your praise. Shout out your praise. We shout out your praise. Shout out your praise. We 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 shout out your praise. Come on, let's shout out some praise this morning. There's joy in the house of the Lord with every head bowed. Lord, we shout out your praise. There's joy in the house of the Lord today. Father, we just want to say thank you, Lord, for waking us up this morning, starting us on our way, realizing, Lord God, if it had not been for the Lord who has been by my side, where would I be? So, God, we ask that you would be with us now as your word comes forth, realizing, Lord God, that you are in control of all things. We thank you, Lord, for this opportunity, Father God, to hear from you. We thank you for the prayers that have been prayed. We thank you for the songs that have been sung. 
But, Lord, we need to hear a word from thee. Father God, realizing these troubled times in which we live, we need you more so now than what we've ever needed you before. And, Lord, we ask that if there's someone here under the sound of my voice who does not know you personally in the pardoning of sins, that, Lord, upon your word coming forth, someone would cry out, Lord God, this morning, Lord God, I yield, I yield. What must I do to be saved? We ask this in the mighty, matchless, marvelous name of Jesus, who is the Christ. Let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. Song said we want to shout out his praise, amen. And we have a lot to be grateful and thankful for. Anybody believe that? this We have a lot to be thankful and to be grateful for this morning, amen. I'm sure that many of you saw the news on yesterday shooting that took place uh, down in Texas. It's almost every day when you turn the news on that there's four, five, six, seven, eight, nine more people who are gunned down here in Philadelphia, just struggling with uh, gun violence all over the place, just folks afraid to come out of their houses. How many of you realize this morning that you're in a battle? I said, how many of you realize this morning that you're in a battle, amen? And I'm not talking about a physical battle, but I'm talking about a spiritual battle that is going on around us, amen? It is a battle for your soul. It's a battle for your soul. And Satan is, is roaring like a lion. He's seeking out in these last days. And I was sharing with uh, Deacon Busby and Brother Bob this morning in the office that living in these last days, that Satan knows that his time is winding down. And so he is running loose right now, and he's trying to destroy everything that he can possibly destroy, from our young people, those who are older, our communities, our schools, amen. Just about everything you can think of is under fire, and the battle is taking place. And it's that kind of desire that we need to have to fight for what is right, that's really what I want to talk to you about this morning. Because the battles that we have in our lives can only be won through spiritual warfare and by allowing our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ into your heart and into your life to make the difference. Amen. I want to share a word with you found in the book of Ephesians. In the sixth chapter, reading from verses 10 through 18, if you'd be so kind to stand with me as we read God's word. This is the King James Version, amen, Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 18, and many of you are familiar with this particular passage of Scripture, but we find a passage of Scripture where the Apostle Paul, and he's trying to help us to see that only God can help us in the midst of these battles, amen. Listen, if you will, to the words that are recorded there. For the word of God says, finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and in the power of of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, 
the same. Stand therefore having your loins girded about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Amen. I want to lift that 13th verse of the text. Listen to what it says. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Amen. I want you to turn to your neighbor this morning, and I'm, I'm going to put some faith and belief in it, but I want you to turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor that I'm ready for the battle. Tell your neighbor like you mean it, that you really mean it. I'm ready. Anybody ready for the battle? Amen. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. I'm ready for the battle. And if you're not ready, you need to get ready. Amen. Because the battle is here. Not that it's coming. The battle is here and is going on right now. Many of you, as I mentioned, are familiar with this particular passage of Scripture. And in this text, the Apostle Paul, the writer of this letter to the Ephesian church, he's writing because he's trying to inspire the believers there that this Christian battle that they are fighting and this Christian battle that we are fighting today is worth fighting for. Amen. Paul, even though he is jailed at this time, and he's on death row, amen. But he takes time out to inspire others to go forward in the world in spite of their present day situation. Kind of reminded of where we are today, that we see and we know, those of you who are in Bible study already know this, that we are living in a latter time scenario, and time is running out. The Bible says that Satan is going to have free reign down here on earth during this time. And so that behooves us as believers, as Christians, that we have to stand and fight, amen, that we have to be ready because when he comes after you, and I want to tell you, he will come after you. If he hadn't, just keep on living just a little while longer, amen, he will. And so in the world's eyes, this little group of believers in Ephesus, they're scattered folks and they appear to be small. They appear to be powerless and unimportant. They appear to be the outcasts of the time and the rejected. And the Apostle Paul lets them know that it's okay to be different. He lets them know that it's okay to stick out like a sore thumb in the community. He lets them know that it's okay that you don't fit in with the popular crowd. And so Paul takes the time to let this group know that even though it seems like no one wants you or no one likes you or no one wants to be your friend, he lets them know that God loves you and that God is more than just a friend. How many of you know this morning that God loves you and that God is more than a friend? 
Because the truth is that God is, God will be, God was the best thing and the best friend that you ever going to have. Amen. I thank God for the friendships that I have in life and thank God for uh, my siblings, amen, who I just love dearly. Uh, they may even be watching at this moment. But I'm going to tell you, as much as I love them and as much as they're a friend to me, that they cannot compare to the friendship that I have in Jesus Christ. Amen. Because when I think about the love of God and everything that he has done for me, my soul cries out hallelujah this morning. Amen. And I'm praising God for just blessing me. Amen. So Paul takes the time to speak to this group. And he really lets them know that God's standards are not like our standards. Amen. Paul takes the time out to let this group of scattered folks in Asia Minor know that they have to see beyond what they presently see. And they have to stretch their views higher and wider than they ever have. We're living in a time right now that uh, as we look at this situation, I'm going to tell you it's a terrible situation. I was sharing with uh, Deacon Fuzzer and Brother Bob this morning that uh, we're living in a time now where the Holy Spirit's presence is still here. But when the rapture comes, and when God removes his Holy Spirit from this place, I'm going to tell you it's going to be a horrible place. And my desire is that no one get left behind. You all seen the movie, Left Behind, amen. You don't want to be in that situation. So God has given us an opportunity now to come to him and to uh, live our lives out in ways that we can be a blessing uh, to honor God and be a blessing to others, amen. Paul says that we can stand up and fight against the world, amen, because this battle is worth fighting for, amen. So now that you know this Christian battle is worth fighting for, we need to look at who it is that we're fighting, amen, because when we look around our world today, folk don't know who it is that they're really fighting, amen. Are, are we fighting? Who is it that we are fighting in this battle? And I'll, let me tell you this, it is extremely important that we know who we are fighting in this battle, amen? And I want to tell you, I'm afraid that too many of us don't know uh, who we're supposed to be fighting on this Christian battlefield, amen? Some folks think that we ought to be uh, fighting fellow schoolmates or fighting fellow neighbors. You all seen on the news today, you almost can't even go up to your neighbor's house anymore. Amen. Somebody pull a gun out on you in a minute and start firing. Some folks think that we uh, ought to be fighting against people who don't look like we do or dress like we do or act like we do. There are folks think that we should be fighting against folks who are not the same economic level or uh, have uh, live in the same neighborhood or country or racial background. Amen. Some folks think that we should be fighting our pastors and deacons and trustees and deaconess, our religious leaders, our administrators, of corporate America, our bosses, our husbands, our wives, our children, our boyfriends, our girlfriends, or even our own biological family members. Amen. We're looking at times now that everything seems to have fallen apart. Amen. But I stopped by to tell you this morning that we're not supposed to be fighting any of those folks. Amen. I know who it is that we ought to be fighting against. <clears throat> and for those of you who know, and for those of you who don't know, let me tell you who we're fighting against. Amen? Because the enemy of all of us in this battle is Satan. Amen, somebody? 
Let, let me tell you something about the enemy, Satan, because if you don't know about him, you better get to know about him and who he really is and what he's capable of doing. You see, Satan is the chief opponent of God. He has many names that he goes by, amen. He's the accuser. He's the adversary. He's the angel of the bottomless pit. He's Beelzebub. He's Belial. He's the little G-God of this world. He's a murderer. He's that old serpent in the Garden of Eden. He's the prince of demons. He's the ruler of darkness. He's the wicked one. And he's that lion that is roaring around right now trying to see whether or not he can destroy you and your family. Amen. But not only does he have many names, but Satan also have designs to destroy humankind's relationship with God. And the truth is, Satan is tricky. He's crafty. Amen. He's creative in his design to destroy humankind. Amen. What he does, church, he, he seeks to undo God's work. He seeks to make ways to instigate evil and turn humankind's worship away from God and to him. That's why you see all this new age stuff that they got going on today, amen. Folk worshiping everything, uh, uh, cargo body worshiping that, trees, they worshiping that, stones, rocks, you name it, folk are worshiping. But not only is Satan crafty and, and creative, but he's also systematic and diabolical, amen. He's methodical. He disguises himself. He insinuates doubt in your mind. He misuses and he misquotes scripture. He got all kind of schemes that he tries to run on you. And he attacks Christians in whatever way he can. Amen. Church, that's who our enemy is. So now that we know who our enemy is, how do we fight in this battle we're fighting? Amen. You all know that in preaching, I like to make sure that we have some practical things that we can use, amen, and, and deal with this. Because when we leave this place today, Satan is still out there going to be busy, amen. So to answer that question, I want to tell you, it's really simple. We fight this spiritual battle, and we fight it well by wearing the right battle gear that it says in our text, amen. We can't fight this battle just any kind of old way, amen, and any kind of old thinking, we have to have on the right uniform for the spiritual battle, amen? We sang this morning that I'm on the battlefield for the Lord. We were clapping our hands. We were stomping our feet. We were saying I'm on the battlefield for the Lord. Well, let me tell you this. This going to get put to test, amen? Because the truth is if you are not on the battlefield for the Lord, then I'm going to tell you Satan already has you, amen? We can't fight this battle any kind of way. We can't be half-dressed or underdressed, but we got to be fully dressed when we fight against this enemy. Amen, somebody. The word says that we must be girded with truth, that we have to have on the breastplate of righteousness, that we have to walk with peace, amen, and that we got to seek peace wherever we can find it. It's hard to seek peace today, amen. You walking down the street, you accidentally bump into somebody, it's going to turn into a confrontation. And matter of fact, you all remember back in the day when we were young, you know, we used to get in little scuffles, have little fights, and you know, this and that. And when you were in school, uh, all of a sudden, somebody put a word out, oh, uh, um, uh, Hamlin fighting so-and-so after school today. And 
I didn't even know anything about it, but when you got out there, you had to kind of get into it a little bit, amen? Listen, we have to have faith in our hearts. Amen, somebody? We have to have faith on our minds, and we have to have faith in our focus, amen? We can't be half-stepping. We can't be half-dressed or underdressed, but we got to be fully dressed when we fight against the enemy, amen? That means, church, we got to put on the helmet of salvation. This helmet of salvation was given to us by Jesus Christ. He paid the price on the death on the cross and rising from the dead. Amen? So what we got to do, church, we got to take the word of God. Because the word of God, as you know, cuts like a two-edged sword. And so we got to get ready for the battle. Amen, somebody? We got to get ready for this battle. We got to make sure we have the heart and the mind, the focus, the faith that no matter what may come. And I want to tell you, we just seen the beginning of what's going to happen. Amen. And so, but we don't have to be afraid of that. Amen. But what we have to do is make sure that we live out what God is asking us to do. That we be the people, the believers, the church of God, the children of God that God has called us to be. Amen. And finally, church, listen. We got to pray always in the spirit, always in the spirit. So now that we know how to fight, let's see what we're going to receive while we're fighting the battle and why Satan wants to stop you right now for, for not following through on what God asked. And listen to me, church. We who are in Christ, we receive community with one another when we stick together and fight that battle. Amen. Now, listen, I don't want to sugarcoat this, but let me tell you something. There are going to be some times in your life when no one else understands what's happening with you. But can I tell you this morning, no matter what may come, you're never alone. Touch somebody and tell them you're never alone. You're never alone because God is always there. God is always there hearing. God is always there seeing and being concerned about your life and situations. It, I want to tell you, it really blows my mind that we have a God who can just think into existence worlds. And yet he has time to be concerned about every aspect that's going on in my life. I, I mean, it's just amazing. Now, you know, if we had that kind of power, we'd somehow, I ain't bothering with the, you know, little messy stuff. Let them clean up their little stuff the best way they can. But we serve a God who cares about every aspect of your life about your health, about your marriage, about your job and resources. God cares about everything about you. Amen? Has anybody here ever even uh, called on the Lord just for what you consider the smaller things of life? Amen? I can't tell you how many times I had misplaced my keys somewhere. And I had to be somewhere for an appointment. And, and let me tell you something. I know enough about God that I can go to him with anything that I have. And I stopped and I asked God, God, help me to find, you know that I need to be at this appointment. God, help me to find, and you know what God did all of a sudden. I know I had looked over there already, amen, but all of a sudden, here my keys are. And I'm able to get to the place that God had appointed me to be. So we have a, a God who cares about everything and every situation of your life, Amen. We never have to travel life's hard roads by ourselves because as Christians, we are brought together by our sharing in the life and the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Amen. 
Listen, God is not a respecter of persons. God doesn't care about what side of the tracks that you were born on or raised, amen? God doesn't care whether you came from a poor economic background or a rich economic background. God doesn't care about whether you're a male or a female or whether you're black or white or Asian or Hispanic or Native American, amen? God amazingly loves and cares for you in spite of where you came from. That's the blessing that we have today, church, that no matter what is going on in your life situation, that if you turn it over to God right now, that God will receive you, God will accept you, and God will work it out in your life. Amen. Listen to me. Belonging to Christ, we have a responsibility to build up this Christian community. Amen. We are, I preached last Sunday, that we are ambassadors for Christ. Amen. Every one of us. We are ambassadors for Christ. We are representing Christ and what the Lord wants us to do. Amen. So we have a responsibility. And that in this community of God, there's no big eyes. There's no little U's. Amen. Each person has a responsibility in the community. Amen. Because God has given every one of us. He's given us some spiritual talents. He's given us some spiritual gifts. He's given us some spiritual skills, amen? And this Christian life is to be lived in community. That's why I'm so glad that you all are out here this morning, amen? I know that since this pandemic, that there are people who are struggling. Matter of fact, even prior to the pandemic, it was a hard time trying to get folk to come to church because we had prioritized everything else, amen, than being in the house of the Lord. We got everything that you can imagine that takes place on Sunday, amen? And we got to ask ourselves, why am I not in the house of the Lord? We got to ask ourselves for everything that God has done for me. How dare I not give God some time, amen? We're not in here all week long. God said, listen, he's trying to get you even in here for an hour, an hour and a half, amen? But when I think about the goodness of God and all that the Lord has done for me, <laughs> When I look back over my life and begin to look at what God has done, my soul cries out hallelujah because I realize that I shouldn't even be here today. But I thank God that I am. Amen. Is anybody thanking God this morning for his blessings? Amen. Let me share this with you right quick. When we fight this battle, you know what happens when we fight this battle in Christ? We receive a freedom in Christ. Amen. We receive a salvation that can't be understood by the world. Amen. We receive a freedom through salvation because of God's grace and his mercy and Jesus Christ's life, death on the cross, and his resurrection. Amen. Let me tell you something. We can't earn this gift that God gives us. Amen. Because God has already given it to us freely. He's offering it to us. And all God requires of us in this daily process is that we have the faith. Faith to believe. Faith to believe that God has genuinely and ultimately shown his grace and mercy to us. Amen. We have the freedom and salvation today, church. And it frees us from the power of sin. So I hear folks talking about, well, the devil. You all remember Flip Wilson? He used to have the show, Flip Wilson. And I got to admit, I, I, I really enjoyed Flip, Flip Wilson when he came on. Flip Wilson used to have his tagline was, 
the devil made me do it. He had just a little devilish grin on his face. You all remember, those of you who are old enough remember Flip Wilson, amen. He would always holler that the devil made me do it, amen. And matter of fact, he was in drag and all that when he, he was doing it. But listen, let me tell you something. We have freedom in salvation. And when we keep embracing God, when we keep holding on to God, when we keep living in God, when we keep walking in God, we demonstrate how we can be in the world but not be of the world. Amen, somebody. Listen, we're going to face some persecution. We're going to face some trials. We're going to face some troubles. We're going to face some concerns. We're going to face some dilemmas. But we can rise today and rise victoriously because of Jesus. We can live freely through the power of the Holy Spirit. And church, let me tell you this, because the most important thing we receive when we fight this battle is a faith that actively participates in love. Amen. On last Sunday, we had a demonstration of love, loving one another. Folks say today that this world can never come together, that people can never come together, that there's too much trouble and there's too much strife and, and headaches and all of that. But how many of you know that when you turn it over to the Lord, that God is able to make things better, that God is able to fix things in your life, that God is able to make a way out of no way for you, that God is able to build you up when folks said that you need to stay down. I wish I had some folk in here today who believe that God is able. If you really believe that God is able and you know that God can do what only God can do, if the Lord has made a way in your life, if the Lord has lifted you up from the muck and the mire, amen, then we ought to put our hands together and give God praise and thank God for blessing us, amen. I'm ready for the battle. Is anybody ready for the battle? I said, is anybody ready for the battle? Is anybody ready for the battle? Come on, if you're really ready for the battle. If you're ready to fight this battle, you don't fight it all by yourself. But how many of you know that when God is with you, we're able to fight this battle? I don't know what tomorrow will bring, but I know where we are today. And I want to tell you this morning, before I take my seat, that I got a God who is able, a God who will deliver, a God who can make it, a God who will help you, and a God who will make a difference in your life. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah. Stand with me today. Church, I'm so glad, so glad that one day the Lord Jesus Christ fought my battle on Calvary's cross. And he willingly gave up his life and paid our sin debts in full. He didn't give up on me, and we can't give up on him now. Amen, somebody. Church, put on the whole armor, the whole armor of God. The Bible tells us, listen, in these days, we got to pray and fast. Amen. We got to walk by faith, and we got to turn it over to the Lord. Amen. Anybody glad that the Lord will fight your battle? Amen. Is anybody ready? the battle. We open the doors of the church this morning. You know, I just think about how good God is when I look around this world and see all of the turmoil, all of the strife, all of the discord, all of the hatred, 
all these things that we see every single day. And I want to tell you probably well by the time we get home and you turn on the news, I wouldn't be shocked that something else is happening. We've almost got desensitized to this world and the horrors and the things that people do to one another. But how many of you know that when it's all said and done, those who have received and accepted Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, that one day we don't have to worry about any more wars. One day we don't have to worry about any more hatred. One day we don't have to worry about any more crime and shooting one another and not loving one another. But there's a day that's coming when it's all said and done, when we stand before our maker, amen, our creator, that God's going to say, I pray to you, well done, thy good and faithful servant. For thou hast been faithful over a few things. And I'm going to make thee a ruler over many. Come on in to the joy and rejoicing of the Lord. Amen. There may be someone here today, and the Lord is speaking just to you, as well as those who are on live stream. If the Lord is speaking to you and you've never given your heart and your life to him, amen, just come today just as you are, amen. God can fix it. God can make a difference. And God can make a way in your life, amen. As our deacons come down the aisle, they have outstretched arms. They're just trying to encourage you to invite you to come, amen. Because if you surrender all to him, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ, if you repent of your sins and, and confess with your mouth, the Lord Jesus Christ, God said he is faithful, the Savior. Amen. So why don't you make a choice today? Why don't you make a decision today? For those who are watching by live stream, the Lord is speaking just to you. Just reach out to us either. Amen. On our Facebook page, website, you can call the office, you can text, you can email, whatever way you can to let us know. We'd be happy to disciple you. Amen. And so we thank God if they're living here in this community and you don't have a church home, everybody needs to have a covering in their life of the church. Be able to use your gifts, your talents, your treasures, amen, and give them back to the Lord. So we invite you to come just as you are. If you just want to rededicate your life, just come. God will accept you just as you are, amen. Is there one today? Amen. Come on, let's give the Lord a hand, praise, and thanks. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord, and we're going to ask for our deacons and deaconess to prepare themselves at this time for a period of overflow. I'm ready for the battle, and the battle is already here, and the battle is already won. Amen. What a mighty God that we serve. If you have not received your bread and your wine, the communion elements, just raise your hand as one of our ushers will help to assist you.
upon the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the disciples came to Jesus and they said unto him, Master, where shall thou we prepare to eat the Passover? Jesus said unto them to go into the city to such a man and to say unto him, The master saith, My time is at hand. I will eat the Passover at thy house along with thy disciples. And the disciples did as Jesus had appointed them, and they made ready the Passover. sat down with the twelve and said unto them, As often as ye eat of this bread and drink of this cup, ye do proclaim the Lord's death till he come. So let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of this bread and drink of this cup. We will be led in a prayer of thanksgiving for the bread and wine by Deacon Booker Ferry. thank you. We come this first Sunday to remember you. Remember the bones that were broken. Remember the blood that was shed. Remember the turmoil and the violence that you experienced that we just cannot imagine. You died for our sins, Father. You allowed us to have a relationship with you, Father God, to experience eternal life. And so as we prepare to take this communion, we ask that you help us clear our minds focus on the sacrifices you gave up for us. We're just thankful for the presence you have in our lives. We're thankful for all that you've done for us. We're thankful for you just being you, Father God. And we just ask that we just remember and try to show the same type of love and, and sacrifice to you by living your life and living your principles as we go forward, Father. So as we prepare for communion, we just ask that you clear our minds and have us focus on you and the promise of eternal life through our relationship with you. So, Father, we love you, we praise you, we honor you. We ask all these things in your son's precious son, Jesus Christ. Amen. On the night in which Jesus was betrayed, he took bread and he brake it. And he gave it unto them, saying, Take ye, this is my body, which was broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Let us eat together. And likewise, he took the cup and he blessed it and he gave it unto them, saying, Take drink, this is my blood that was shed for many. For the remission of sins, this do in remembrance of me. Let us drink together. When they sung a hymn, they went out and up into the Mount of Olives. Will you be so kind to stand with us as we close in prayer? Eternal God, our Father, we thank you, Lord God, for what our eyes have seen. 
what our ears have heard. But Lord, we come today as we fight this battle to thank you that you are on our side. And we just ask God that you give a special blessing upon all those who thought it not robbery to get up this morning, get themselves together and into the house of the Lord. And Lord, we ask a special blessing on those that could not join us for today, God, those who are sick, those who are shut in, Lord God, those who just could not make it today. We ask that you would bless them as well. We thank you, Lord, for this fellowship that you have given us, for this opportunity, Lord God, to be able to demonstrate that even though that we live in this world, that we don't have to be of this world, Lord God. Lord, help us to exercise our faith in you. In these last and these evil days, these troubling times in which we live, where Satan is running to and fro, seeking whom it is that he may devour. Lord, help us to stay strong. Help us, Lord God, to stay encouraged. Help us, Lord God, to do all we can to put on the whole armor of God that we may be your ambassadors here on this earth. And so we say thank you, Lord. Thank you for your son, Jesus, for his shed blood on Calvary's cross and for paying our sin debts in full. For we ask these things in the mighty, matchless, marvelous name of Jesus, who is the Christ. Let the church say amen. Amen. What a mighty God we serve. Come on, let's give the Lord praise. Thank you.